Please listen with the motivation of Bodhicitta, thinking of all sentient beings, or if you know, uh, parents, with the wish to lead all of them to a state of complete enlightenment. The, uh, so this teaching that is given on the um, text, the, um, the Mahayana Uttara Tantra Shastra, we are in the third of the fourth section of the explanation, uh, which is the explanation of the text itself. And there are uh, three parts in uh, this explanation, presenting the body of the text, the, uh, uh, the limbs, and the conclusion, where in the uh, second, presenting the limbs, or presenting each uh, of the point individually. Uh, the, uh, there are uh, two parts. This first presentation of the first three points, these three jewels, which are the result to be attained, and then presentation of four remaining sections, which are the cause, the way to attain this uh, fruition of the three jewels. We're in the second sections, presenting three parts. First, presenting point, which are common to all uh, four. Then they are a presentation of each individually, and, and then they are a presentation of the benefit, where the presentation of each individually, and we reach the presentation of the fourth uh, point, the activity, which is what brings about the realization. In the explanation of the activity, there are two points. First, explaining that it is, a spontane- um, it is spontaneous and uninterrupted, and then presentation of uh, the analogies uh, as a way to uh, get help gain confidence or, uh, in order to confirm uh, what uh, is, uh, was explained, that it is spontaneous and uninterrupted. We're in the second section, confirming so those points through analogies, presenting four parts. This pr- presentation of the... Uh, um, uh, the synopsis of the different analogies and a uh, detailed explanation of each combined with a meaning and the summary of the meaning while expressing the need and then a further summary 
and particular explanation. So we are in the, uh, in the third section, the summary of the meaning, uh, while expressing the, uh, the need or the purpose. And there are two sections in this. It's first distinction according to the purpose and meaning of the analogies, and then particular explanation of how the uh, analogies uh, illustrate their meaning. So we are in the first, which is the um, uh, distinctions according to the purpose and the meaning of the analogies. There are four sections. First, how the purpose and the ultimate purpose are fulfilled. Second, summary of the analogies and the meaning. Third is relating them to the three points of the thesis. And then the fourth is the themes of the section, how the activities without effort. And so this is the point that we reached in the explanation. The fourth point, the, uh, the, the, uh, the themes or points of uh, this section and that are showing how the activity is effortless. で、なし、に、あ、そうね。ペナバゴイシェシャビギトゥンデ、タペメルフンドピンバカンデストゥゲルソンデ、え、ドピゲタタクチュトゥンソンデゾ、え、シュバレ。てね、てね、カブデンベ
那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,那个时候,
cause and effect beyond uh, being uh, changing instant by instant. They do not uh, change instant by instant, so therefore they do not also rise and cease. And they are uh, they are beyond that. They are uncompounded. The uh, being uh, changing instant by instant is very much characteristics of compounded phenomena, which those teachers, the Buddhas, are not. And so this is um, what those examples show. One at one point, the other is so that um, this a uh, great um, uncompounded um, Buddhas so act uh, without uh, thought for the without concept for the sake of uh, sentient beings. And so there is therefore no exertion or effort. So out of this uh, great uncompounded expanse, then the uh, enlightened activities are um, take place for the sake of sentient beings, without any thought and without uh, any exertions or effort from the uh, from the Buddhas. Now, having said that, um, this um, enlightened those manifestations of the Buddha that appear to the perception of sentient beings enacting the enlightened activity are uh, impermanent, they appear to be impermanent. So it is not because they are not impermanent that they do not appear to be impermanent, which is uh, what is happening. But it is because of the uh, the mind of sentient beings, in accordance with the mind of sentient beings that are to be trained, so the uh, the Buddhas so appear uh, accordingly, and so therefore appear um, as being impermanent, um, acting in that in that way, arising and ceasing, all those uh, different categories, so manifest appear. Yet at the same time, at the level of the Buddha himself, there's no such uh, uh, characteristics of uh, impermanence, of changing instant by instant. It's just manifest in uh, the perception of uh, the sentient beings. <laughs> Be so, now comes the uh, fourth point, the particular explanation of how the analogies illustrate their meaning. And so there are um, two parts. This first presentation of the analogies themselves, so those nine analogies that have been uh, um, covered it says, so the activity of the Buddhas, which, like the analogies they illustrated, so Indra, the great drum of the gods, the clouds, the Brahma, the sun, the wish-fulfilling mighty sovereign jewel, which is the best of all precious gems, uh, the, um, an echo, um, the sky and the earth, acts um, for as long as this world's existence may last, spontaneously, without exertion or effort, for the benefit of others, and is something that is seen by the most sublime yogis 
and not by ordinary people. So those um, again, so it's uh, listing so those nine examples that we just showed that uh, illustrate so the um, activity of the Buddha and the way it takes place so uh, spontaneously and uninterruptedly for the benefit of others and um, it is a sin to its fullness only by uh, it says the most sublime yo uh, sublime yogis as was explained earlier this correspond to the uh, to the buddhas だ、だそれ。え、ネルビンでね、東亚系チェドだ、そうしゃばるのは。で、だだで、中期インレコットバスでちょ、あ、だ、か、たみきをあの、担当するんだ。え、中期インレコットバスでね、しでわしびに、民
the great drum of the gods and so that's the uh, the second uh, point that uh, the way they, they teach first was um, illustrating to so give an example of how actually the uh, emanations take place and now the second example the uh, example of the great drum of the gods so shows how the um, um, they um, teach the Dharma so in terms of teachings there's uh, um, a great deal of teachings that the Buddha gave in uh, many different ways according to different capacities but uh, um, they all come down to um, they all come to explain or to uh, lead uh, beings to realize the ultimate nature of things and it is um, so he says they expound the Dharma Datu like uh, they expand the Dharma Datu, so that means they expand, uh, they lead to, they all lead to, they all explain, they all have um, as the same aim to lead sentient beings to uh, realize this, to realize the ultimate nature of thing, the Dharma Datu. So the Dharma Datu is like, uh, um, uh, as it is explained, for example, in the uh, intermediate turning of the will of the Dharma, the sutras, uh, the Prajnaparamita sutras, so explaining how the uh, the ultimate nature is, and so that is um, very much like the uh, um, what is um, um, this is the what is it the the basis for this uh, for this designation of uh, Dharma Datu, the actual you know uh, thing that is discussed or that is that actually are, are shown by those teachings, and so. Those teachings um, are given so uh, effortlessly, and the example that was given to uh, illustrate that was the great uh, drum of the gods. The massed clouds of the wisdom and great love of the Buddhas, the sovereigns of all, pervade infinite beings right up to the very summit of existence, like uh, massed clouds in the skies. So that was the uh, the second example, the uh, the example of the clouds. Um, that um, illustrate uh, the wisdom and the great love of the Buddhas, and so the way so they rain down uh, the uh, uh, their teachings and their their benefit for sentient beings uh, in the way that uh, and the, um, the the clouds are doing. So that is uh, that was the uh, the third, <coughs> and it says uh, the fourth was like Brahma, who displays emanations without departing from his own realm while never moving from the uncontaminated realm of the Dharmakaya, they display a multitude of uh, different ex uh, emanation. And so that is um, the last, uh, the, the next example is the example of, um, of Brahma and showing how actually uh, the Buddha's activity or the Buddha display emanation simultaneously to all sentient beings um, without ever moving um, um, himself from uh, the great space of uh, the Dhammakaya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nawa 
जिधे कुलना छापांदा इप्सोक्सो नावे सोसोर डुबा में पाता हूँ दूध तापांदा में दोस्त हूँ तो कोई समस्या की मिचाबादे नमका नाशिंग चेने का सोरे की नमका रंगे रंगशिन इब्लासोपा में भाई ना इब्लासोपा नावाची तो नवानाशिंग चेने तो सांझी तो चुगे रंगशिन ला इधर खादो लासो बाद में मैं भाई ने दुल्जा लंदे तब नवादा दूसरा तो दूसरा बनी नोस फिफ्थ इस जस्ट एस द सन रेडिएट्स रेज ऑफ सनलाइट दैट दैट व्हिच रेडिएट्स द लाइट ऑफ प्राइमोजुअल विज़्डम इस दिस फिफ्थ एग्जांपल फिफ्थ पॉइंट शोइंग हाउ एक्चुअली सो द बुलेस रेडिएट the light of primordial wisdom. Um, they are uh, masters of the inconceivable secret of the mind which acts for the sake of others spontaneously and without thought, like the precious wish-fulfilling jewel, pure of all flows. So that is the, uh, the wish-fulfilling jewel is the example to illustrate the, um, the secret of the mind or the enlightened mind. The, seventh, the secret of the speech of all the conquerors is heard in all sorts of different ways, but like an echo, as a no existence in the nature of words and so that is uh, the next example the se uh, seventh example of the echo that illustrates the um the uh, enlightened speech the secret of uh, of the speech of the buddha and which is um even though so it is heard by uh, sentient beings uh, in itself it doesn't have any uh, it doesn't exist um, as such and just appear manifest to the perception of sentient beings and the eighth is the secret of their body, which is like the sky, is omnipresent in all words and does not exist as forms, which appears in any shape and so on, and is eternal in time. And so that is an example to illustrate the um, enlightened body, the secret of the body of the Buddha, is uh, the sky. Because the, uh, in the same way that the sky doesn't have any um, existence in and of itself, yet it appears to sentient beings, it appears to the perception of sentient beings to appear to be blue, to have particular uh, limits and shapes, and uh, where, uh, whereas actually at the level of the sky itself, there's no such characteristics. So it's the same also. The Buddha, um, without ever moving from the uh, the Dhammata, without uh, ever becoming anything else, uh, they appear to the perception of sentient beings as um, having a, a body and so on, having those characteristics of arising and ceasing. Nenek gua sanji ki tuje te sashi ki peli charchin ni shiabal Sashi shin dan drobin jula karbu yi chue gi Zimen lotok na malupa pelwata Tempa na yangbar chipi nabak Kuntu tennam shirchubani sanji ki Sanji ki nengju bi yeshe ki sayi no Sone penna sashi te ki lotok jusun आरसो पहले यहाँ भी कितने जवान हैं जिन्हें सांझी की ऐसे के साथ सेनाएँ तक सांझी की थुक्जे सेनाएँ सांझी की तक कर भी विचुए थाम जाए पहले तो यहाँ भी के यहाँ पर चीज़ शिक्षित हो रहे हैं सोना ऐसे ये नॉन सो यहाँ ना दे दे ला दाग भी इस्ता तब उन्हें देवा ला सोगा ये नॉन शेषो सों तो देवाधिजो नहीं कर सोए, तो ना पैना सादी के 
呃，那啲，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，这个，
so the uh, says there there are um, you know in some teachings a discipline is compared to the to the ground or to the earth you know and also here it says uh, faith and the other positive qualities so faith also is uh, the basis on which you know all the other qualities arise naturally if you have faith then quite naturally the other uh, qualities with uh, will arise you know so that is um, uh, but then others the that ties with the uh, enlightened activity uh, is not is not very uh, uh, very clear uh, to me in this um, here in this explanation Sukukizig Tangbok Sangje Debbie Sanji 
사실 나오는 자진이소이노 양들은 둘기 교회도 자진이소이 미나와지니 첼도 나요 대 첼도 아가 나와 마시지니 자진 원에 디나라 교환 지바요르시는 지금 에바라 라네레 마요바 자진스에 가디네 코랑이다 다윌네 마마유 신도 마마유바 신도 소네 다투바상지 니기앙 된다 상진이니 추기 구이 나니 인칠 에다 추기 구이 나네 마요바레 이니 게지카야 메바이니소네 이나나 소소 센다 마다기 게지도 낭기요레 소다디 자진기 에피고네 최바지 This further summary in particular um, explanation in two parts. First, how the Rupakaya appears to arise and perish, but the Dhammakaya does not arise or perish. And the second is how the meanings appear to correspond closely to the analogies, but are dissimilar and superior. So first, <coughs> how the Rupakaya appears to arise and perish, but the Dhammakaya does not arise or perish. So... The uh, first is uh, the Indra analogies shows that they do not arise or perish, and the second is all the analogies illustrate their in uninterruptedness. So first, the Indra analogy. In the mind which is likened so to the pure barrel, the cause of seeing the Buddha is the means by which it is made pure. These, the five powers, faith, and the others, develop such that they are not counteracted by opposing states such as lack of faith and so on. So, in the uh, this is um, as was explained earlier. So this example of Indra reflecting on this uh, shiny uh, bare ground, and so that um, its uh, lightness or its reflection appears to the perception of sentient beings. And this can take place only if uh, the uh, ground is uh, clean, clean of any dust, of any kind of uh, um, earth or um, anything that would obscure it. And so it is the same also with the um, uh, sentient beings. That is, that when the, um, their mind is pure, that is where they don't have the, uh, uh, the factors such as lack of faith and so on, uh, which are uh, the opposing states or the opposing factors to um, actually the uh, the five powers, the faith and the discipline and so on, then they are, the Buddhas so appear uh, to their uh, perceptions. And so he says, but because these virtuous states of the mind stream such as faith arise and cease, so to the relative deceptive form body of all the Buddhas will appear to rise and cease accordingly. And so that is... The, um, it's not that the Buddhas so, are uh, actually um, themselves appearing and cease to appear at some points, but that is because of the uh, when uh, obscurations are removed or when the uh, the pure aspect of the mind, such as faith and so on, so um, uh, come about. Then, as a result of that, naturally the um, the appearance, the likeness of a Buddha uh, manifests, just like the reflection on the uh, bare ground. And so it is not that the uh, the Buddha uh, kind of produces something or starts to appear, but it's just it reveals itself when in the same way that when the, uh, the ground is clean of uh, dust, then the uh, reflection of Indra will appear in the same way also when the mind is cleared of the obscuration, such as lack of faith and so on, then the likeness of the Buddha will appear. And so 
In the analogy, although Indra's reflection appears to rise and subside at times on account of the ground being pure or impure, it does not depart from his own abode and does not rise or cease at those times. And so similarly, the Muni, the Buddha, since his very nature is the Dhammakaya, does not arise or perish. And so the Buddha, uh, likewise, without ever moving from the Dhammakaya, appears uh, to this perception in, of sentient beings in the same way that Indra, without ever moving from his abode, so at times appear when the ground is uh, clean and does not appear when the ground is, um, is uh, full of dust. Hmm. <coughs> Then how uh, next is all the analogies illustrate there in interruptedness. So here we're uh, talking about all the analogies and um, so um, how they actually all relate to the uh, to the uh, this aspect of, uh, they all illustrate the uh, the fact that the uh, enlightened activity is uninterrupted. Like all nine analogies, the Buddha is without any effort at all, not moving from the inborn and unceasing Dharmakaya for as long as existence remains, will spontaneously engage in their activity, such as displaying appearances of their body and and the rest. And so that is this. Uh, uh, they all illustrate uh, this um, fact that the Buddha, without ever moving from the Dharmakaya manifest will manifest um, appearances um, activity enlightened activity to sentient beings as long as uh, existence as long as samsara remains Pejin um Chidana, 
Next is how the meanings so appear to correspond closely to the analogies, but actually the um, anal uh, the uh, the meaning is superior to the uh, to the analogies. First is a brief summary, and then there's a the explanation. So basically, here um, it's going to present the uh, the sequence of um, of the examples and explaining why you know certain examples were given before the others, and that. Uh, Basically, how the uh, earlier example formed the basis for the uh, for the later example, the later examples clarifying the um, uh, points explained earlier that the earlier example couldn't uh, illustrate. So, so here, the summarized meaning conveyed through these analogies, which, I which illustrate the activity of the Buddhas, will be explained, and also what is demonstrated by their progressive order from first to last. So the way this will be done is to explain them one by one, describing what each preceding analogy had not been able to illustrate, and then in each subsequent analogy clarifying whatever the preceding one had failed to show. That is, by means of eliminating whatever does not correspond between the analogies and their meaning. And so here, so in this section, so it's going to show so uh, the the meaning and try to explain summarize uh, basically the uh, the meaning of uh, our subject the enlightened activity by going back to those example but in a way uh, showing what is the difference between the different analogies and so showing how they were used and each at a particular point that they were uh, illustrating and uh, a particular sequence the the sequences uh, being important in uh, showing um, explaining and the enlightened activity. So first using some example to illustrate uh, particular points and then because um, those uh, first analogies couldn't explain all the aspects of the uh, uh, enlightened activity then we bring in some other examples that clarify another point, another aspects that the first example couldn't illustrate and so that's the way uh, the sequence uh, so uh, came about and so this is what we're going to see now in the detailed explanation and thereby showing or seeing how actually even though those examples who illustrate um, to some extent the um, uh, enlightened activity yet uh, uh, they fall short of uh, being uh, the, the same and uh, uh, they are not um, they are actually uh, inferior there's uh, much more to the uh, enlightened activity than to those uh, to the actual examples <coughs> <coughs> で、感謝な。3人に、え、クイーンのとば、ジャジンギ。たっぺたんごでジャジンギペラは3人クイーンのとばジャジンギ。え、ソニンダン、ジャワチェニ、テンバレ、チャル、え、カソレ、チャルネ
呃，北京的八月二日，对，八月二日，是吧？那三级的，七日的三级，八月二日。这段儿，去东北，阳当东北，前年，那三级啦，去东北，阳当东北，前年，还有还有，我去，嗯，那个说的，北加沙巴的，
In having a voice which expands the Dharma, they are like the great drum of the gods, which uh, proclaims the four um, seals of the Dharma. So that is, the uh, the next example is the example of the great drum of the god, which is used in order to so illustrate now the aspect of uh, enlightened speech and the way so the Buddha uh, teaches. Uh, the uh, and so he used this uh, example of the great drum of the uh, the god. But then again, the great drum of the god is uh, limited because it does not reach all realms. Like the uh, the uh, lower realms are not, you know, the secret sound uh, drum of the god cannot be heard in the lower realms. So there's a, a limitation to to this. So that's why um, they need to be uh, uh, to bring in another example in order to uh, illustrate that aspect. And that is the example of the great clouds. And so, in reaching and benefiting all, they are like great clouds. And but they differ from them as clouds, despite bringing benefit by ripening crops and so on, do not eliminate the seeds of attachment and the rest which are not uh, authentic. With Sumida. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> a bit too far. <laughs> Not in the explanation. Then, ตะเนี่ยเอ่อปัดดินดีกิโลโตลาสปาเอ่อดินดิโลโตมีบาสโซกิเดินเจจังยางตามเดินเมเอ่อเช้าโซกิซาเบนปาวามิงเบเดดาม
Sarchik Lotto tendo member chebaisin te esona. Te nimandes lotto minjin. Correcta, no da por te, balochi. Nimandes te esona. So the clouds. Um, so I used to um, illustrate uh, the fact that there's a teachings of the Buddha, so reach and benefit all. But there's some limitations to this example as well, uh, compared to the enlightenment activity, and that is, it says, but they differ from them, so as clouds despite bringing benefit by ripening crops and so on, do not eliminate the seeds of attachment and, and the rest, which are um, of no authentic worth. So the, um, the benefit of, um, of, the, uh, of the enlightened activity is that it has the ability to eliminate the seeds of attachment and the, and the rest that is of uh, destructive emotions and so it acts as an antidote uh, to that but the um, the uh, example of the cloud raining down um, so the rain doesn't um, cannot uh, illustrate that cannot bring that point out and so therefore we need to um, bring in another example that is uh, the example of Mahabrahma and so, in causing the elimination of negative emotions such as attachment to the pleasures of the senses, they are like uh, great Brahma. Also, rather, um, it's like. Duyun Lasha was in the Dubi Kamki. Yunde. Kore the Duyun Korong. Duyun Lasha was in the and so, because so this example of uh, the god of the uh, of Mahabrahma uh, abode, and so um, so help sentient beings to um, some sentient beings to abandon their attachment to the um, object of uh, the sensual pleasure and uh, object of desire of uh, the desire realm that are found in the desire realm. So thanks to and those gods, so the uh, this kind of attachment uh, comes to be uh, relinquished, and so they can move to uh, to, to the form realm, and so so those uh, god of the Mahabrahma, so uh, act as an uh, antidote, has the ability to um, help you know 
those beings eliminate uh, those types of negative emotions that are the attachments to the pleasures of the desire realm. And so that's why it's used as an example to um, illustrate the ability of the enlightened activity to um, eliminate uh, attachment and the other destructive emotions. But again, there's some limitation to uh, to the gods of the abode of the Mahabrahma uh, compared to enlightened activities. So they differ from uh, uh, from him as uh, Brahma makes beings mature with a single episode of help and does not mature them to dwell permanently in the peace beyond suffering. So there's a, a, a limitation in terms of a, like this uh, enlightened activity is constant activity for the sake of sentient being and in, until they reach to this uh, complete liberation, this, this uh, constant um, help. And so that uh, the god of the Mahabrahma do not that. It's just, you know, some time they come, they teach, they explain something, they show something and then uh, give uh, the... Uh, uh, incentive uh, for those sentient beings who see them, who are then to abandon the uh, the desire of the um, desire ram, des uh, desire attachment for the objects of the desire ram, but not completely, uh, fully um, to reach complete enlightenment. And it's not like a constant kind of uh, uh, manifestations. And so, in order to illustrate that, so there's uh, to illustrate this aspect of uh, constant. Um, acting ripening sentient beings then there is the example of the sun and so in making the crops of their disciples ripen permanently they are like the form of the sun whose rays of sunshine permanently ripen the crops so there's no like um, the, the the sun is uh, constantly always there to ripen uh, crops and in the same way also that illustrate the aspect of enlightened activity whereby the buddhas um, constantly uh, without ever um, stopping help sentient beings. But there's still a limitation to this example of uh, the sun, um, which is coming next. <laughs> I want to give my commentary to that. <laughs> え、人間です。人間にまんで、ロトミンジン、ジェ、メンバーチョンネ、ナワチェバチャミンギ、テンドミシベメンバーチョンバ、メンベデラミナーサワネ、にまんでげ、チランロトミンポピアレ、ミント
But enlightened activities so differ from uh, the sun because um, the sun, while it ripens the crop, destroys a darkness and illuminates only uh, at times. It does not permanently destroy darkness of ignorance. And so, even though so the sun has um, this aspect of being much more constant than the uh, uh, than the Brahman have, you know, just uh, uh, act constantly for the uh, in order to uh, ripen crops. Yeah, uh, it still has some uh, limitations. That is, that for example, at night there's no sun, um, ri- uh, there's no sun shining, and so does not ripen the crops so, or uh, eliminate darkness at those uh, at those time, and so uh, therefore it doesn't um, it cannot fully um, illustrate the um, enlightened activity. Or there's some limitations the sun has that the enlightened activity doesn't have, and so that's why. The next example is used the example of the wish fulfilling jewel in order to uh, to show that um, illustrate how uh, the fact that it destroys the darkness permanently and so it says enlightened activity in destroying darkness permanently like um, wish fulfilling jewels which destroy the darkness permanently by both day and night so that is um, the uh, this wish fulfilling jewel so had the capacity also to uh, emanate lights, and as you know, in the uh, in the castle of uh, those in those palaces of the kings, you know, um, in those old times before there was no electricity, and having no electricity, so it was f- pretty uh, um, <laughs> pretty dark. So they they were using uh, 
uh, wishful feeling joy, it seems, as a replacement for um, <laughs> electricity, it seems. <laughs> Maybe on Amazon they have some. So, so there was in, uh, in India before, you know, and there were such stories, you know, how those uh, kings would place a jewel and uh, to illuminate the, the palace. And so those jewels would illuminate by day and by night, you know, constantly um, remove the darkness. So that's why it is a better example than the, than the sun for that particular aspect. But again, they differ from these two as um, mm, oh yeah, uh, as it is not so rare for jewels to arise or difficult to find them, uh, since even nagas and other animals have them. So the uh, actually the uh, wish fulfilling jewels so is a good example for what we just explained, but actually doesn't exp- uh, illustrate the fact that they are extremely difficult to find. And so that is the uh, um, actually they are quite easy to come by compared to uh, those um, Buddhas and uh, their enlightened activities, and so it seems that uh, nagas, different kind of animals, are uh, some of those wishful fulfilling jewel. So, uh, so that doesn't uh, so it is something that you can have access to uh, uh, more easily than uh, those enlightened activity to get your hands on. But then the um, uh, so the next example is the example of the echo, therefore, in order to uh, to show that, to show the difficulty of finding. In being difficult to find, they are like echoes, which are not to be found anywhere. So you can't, you know, the echo doesn't, you know, it's just something you hear, but it's not, you can't point to the actual thing, they can't be found. And so they are more, um, a better, more suitable example in order, in order to uh, to illustrate um, that, um, the, the how, how difficult those enlightened activities um, uh, uh, to find and ดานินนี่เก่งเลยนี่จวนยินเบสอเนดานินนี่เก่งละตินจวนยินดิฮะซานจีกินดิฮะอ่าก็สอเลยเก่งละตินจวนยินดิดูเจชากิอะเลยเ
correctly the uh, enlightened activity because uh, um, there's this aspect to um, Buddha's enlightened activity that is the aspect of being uncompounded but the echoes arise based on causes and conditions and so in being uncompounded they are like the sky which does not arise from conditions so that's where we're bringing this example of the sky in order to illustrate that and but they differ from it as the sky is not the basis or support of goodness and so the um <coughs> the uh, even though so the sky has um, can illustrate this aspect of being uncompounded yet it cannot illustrate the aspect of being like the basis the ground for all the uh, uh the good qualities uh, to come about and so uh so because they are the support or basis um upon which dwell absolutely all the perfections of beings whether worldly or beyond the world they are like the great circle of the earth which provides support uh, for everything and so it's like the uh, uh, they are like the uh, uh, <coughs> uh, the earth as a as a support ground for all those qualities <coughs> so that's the ninth example mm-hmm. <coughs> Pinga Um, so says um, that is so means that here so we gave those uh, nine examples in uh, this uh, succession in this uh, in this order and showing how the previous uh, example falls short to uh, to explain the uh, uh, the following one 
And so the last example we came uh, to was the example of the earth, which is uh, illustrating the fact that enlightened activity is the support of all the good qualities, of all goodness there is uh, in, the, in the world. And so that is, means uh, that is the case. Uh, and because it is on the basis of the Buddha's attaining great enlightenment that the perfect beyond worldly path of the three vehicles arises. So it is on the Buddha's, uh, when attaining the, uh, com the state of complete enlightenment, complete Buddhahood, then all the, uh, uh, the teachings of the, uh, of the three vehicles, it says the beyond worldly path of the three vehicles, that means the three vehicles that lead uh, beyond the um, ordinary world of uh, samsara, the supramundane path, um, and so, and because on that basis the causes of the perfections of the worldly arise, the ten paths of the virtuous actions in the realm of desire, the four concentration, the four me measureless attitudes in the realm of form, and the four formless absorptions, which are the cause of the perfections for those uh, without form, and so, basically, so this um, enlightened activity is uh, the cause for sentient beings to uh, reach the, uh, those supramundane qualities. And also on the basis of those teachings, then of the, uh, the three vehicles, the, uh, the good qualities of the, uh, of the world, uh, the worldly uh, good qualities also arise. And so that is illustrated by the fact that the, uh, mm, the uh, for experiencing, you know, um, happiness, good rebirth in the desire realm. So the basis for this is the uh, the ten virtuous actions, and so this is taught in there. In the same way, also the uh, uh, the four um, uh, immeasurable meditation, the four immeasurable being the uh, uh, the cause for the um, uh, the rebirth in the realm of form, and then the four uh, the uh, absorptions, the four uh, formless absorptions, which are the cause uh, for the uh, um, for the rebirth in the formless realm, and so um, basically, so those teachings are the basis for experiencing so the uh, uh, worldly uh, goodness um, as well. And so they are the basis for all goodness there is, like the earth. From the shastra of the highest continuum of the great vehicle, that is. Uh, the divisions of the affinity of the three jewels. This is the fourth chapter on the activity of the Tathagatas. So that is the uh, the uh, among the different um, uh, divisions or sections in the explanation of the affinity of the Gotra of the three jewels. Then here it is the fourth point, which is the point on the activity of the Tathagata. <coughs> Stop here today. So, uh, just for your information, so the that's not much anyway. Is this um, 
what is uninterrupted is the continuum. So in other words, the Q and Q lama is like, so what we are discussing here in the activity chapter is the uninterrupted continuum. So it's like, Sidorship So it's not really like um, direct correspondence between like the continuum and the activity, but it's more when we talk about the continuum, there's a, 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 ref a reference to the fact that there's uh, the mm, the Buddha nature is uh, a present and interruptedly in sentient beings. Is this you know continuous uh, abiding of the Buddha nature in sentient beings? the uh, Tathagata Gaba and so when now we're discussing this is where we're discussing the Tathagata Gaba and when considering the Tathagata Gaba so there's one particular aspect of it which is enlightened activity and so this is how that uh, the, uh, the the correspondence is, mm -hmm. is there you know the connection so uh, when we talk about the continuum, the gyu, then there's the uh, this continuum throughout the ground path and fruition. So there's the uh, the uh, the shigyu, lamgyu, tregyu, as in also. Tantras, you know, or as in continuum, <coughs> and so this a continuity of um, um, throughout, so the ground path and uh, fruition yeah. is. <coughs> Mm -hmm. So, uh, maybe not necessary here to relate it to the uh, mm, to the ta uh, tantra explanation of uh, 
ground path and fruition and this continuity which is slightly different but then just here if we just keep it at that the level of the explanation is given here so that you have the uh, uh, the ground at the time of the ground time of sentient beings then the the path while training and the path and uh, uh, path of the uh, two accumulations and then when reaching the fruition of uh, complete Buddhahood so at each stage you know the continuum the, the Buddha nature is is there is present in the uh, um, at, at at every stage, so there is this continuum, there is this continuity. So this is uh, what it um, it refers to. And so this is the main. Um, uh, so it's called Gulama um, because the uh, the main subject, the main topic, which is explained in this text, is this continuum, the Buddha nature, which is present throughout. You know ground path and fruition because of this then it is called it's the main topic the Buddha nature which is continuously present but this is the fruition of Buddha nature this will be no till linear so um, here you know when you talk about the enlightened activity so it's just talking about in this uh, uninterrupted enlightened activity uh, so this is uh, but it, do it doesn't talk about like so much like there's a, a continuum of an enlightened activity or something you know it's like it's just this aspect of being you know uh, this uninterruptedness but not so much that there's a continuum of enlightened activity mm -hmm. reasons of uh, yeah. which is in the middle book
What's the question? So the question was, if there is no um, suffering of beings, if there's no negative emotions, and my question was, is there no Buddha activity? If there is in the there is in the was there the two not the same you marve that more cause she did or Yes, if you don't have sentient beings, then you know there's no need for enlightened activity. Yeah, there's no such thing as enlightened activity. So this is not addressed here in the, in the text, but in Dzogchen teachings, you know, it says that if there is no um, uh, beings to be tamed, then um, or to be trained, then the uh, the uh, that which accomplishes accomplishes the taming or the training also resolves back into the uh, the basic space of the dharma datu. I guess that was so. Does the basic space of dharma datu have no activity then, other than training beings? There's no, uh, so it's like the inner um, basic space. They resolve back into the inner basic space, and there's no, there's no that kind of, you know, you can't really start talking about the different characteristics or, you know, things like acti uh, being active or not active for the inner basic space, you That's know. That's what I, my question really is. Is there an active aspect to the basic space? Is there an active aspect? There's, there's no, Kimbo just said, you don't make such, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the level of the uh, basic space, there's no um, such thing as activity. Activity is just in relation to sentient beings. It's based on sentient beings that, you know, there's a certain action that takes place. By the level of basic space, the inner basic space itself, there's no such thing as activities. It's, it's always in relation to sentient beings, to beings to be trained. No beings to be trained, then. When we say that uh, the 
Buddha is the source of both worldly and transworldly goods. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we say all transworldly goods, uh, do we do we mean it literally? For example, when the Buddha is not in a kalpa, where there is no Buddha, mm-hmm. there is also some, you know, suffering, but also some uh, worldly uh, goods like people having to uh, accumulate the ten positive uh, actions by mistake or I don't know why they would do it but how do we how do we how, how do we understand that to be also because of the Buddha if the Buddha didn't talk mm-hmm. didn't teach <laughs> ま、で、ま、で、サンジケチレセニンデ。だからそれ。あの、ちょっと、ジミジ、サンジ、スクギ。え、なおに、なんかで、かよ、まだ。で、で、え、こんにちは、ジミジ、サンジ、スクギ。
lighted activity can take place and actually the uh, the omission on Shempas said in the seminar also in the fighting uh, comfort needs in the nature of mind that actually whatever good qualities there are in, in the mind like for example faith you know when we have faith we enter a temple we see those beautiful statues or compassion in our mind or whatever those you know the the kindness and so on they all come as a result of enlightened activity so that you know you're, uh, they are the result of this you know so just the fact that when we say you know a time when there's no Buddha basically it is based on the uh, this kind of discussion is based on the whether there's a, a, a su supreme Nyamanakaya has come or not you know it's on the basis of this no supreme Nyamanakaya in, the, in this time then you know it's uh, without Buddha but then the uh, again the enlightened activity is uh, um, is more than that and we can't you know we can't say well because there's no supreme Nyamanakaya present then also all those goodness faith and whatever there is in in beings then do not come about because of uh, of uh, enlightened activity that we can't you know we can't rule that out we can't we can't say that really. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah,